I shout come on as I cross that finishing line and I think this was fueled by a mixture of relief, elation and a massive FU to cancer. You've just heard Adam Lever, a runner from Nottinghamshire, talking about his run of a lifetime for Welfare Daily with me, Amy Lane. Today's show is dedicated to cancer survivors and their families, who earlier this week united to raise awareness of cancer and how it affects lives, whilst also giving a big dose of hope for the newly diagnosed. And there's few better to talk about that than Adam. Earlier this year, Adam ran the London Marathon on crutches. On crutches! For 5 hours, 42 minutes and 55 seconds, Adam pushed through blisters and more so he could make it to the finish line and say a big F you to cancer. Because Adam is one of the many living with the fallout from cancer. And according to Macmillan, there are currently 3 million people living with cancer in the UK. And that's set to rise to 3.5 million by 2025. 4 million by 2030 and 5.3 million by 2040. It's a gut-wrenching situation and on average someone is diagnosed with cancer every 90 seconds here in the UK. And while running can't solve cancer, it can go some way to raising funds for vital research that can help beat it. Which is why I'm handing today's show over to Adam and his brilliant fundraising efforts for bone cancer. In the show notes, you'll find the link to his fundraising page and also his Instagram handle, 10 for 10. Because although the marathon course has been packed away for another year, Adam has his sights on raising more money and being a positive force for those experiencing the really tough reality of cancer. I know you're going to feel so inspired after today's show. So let me hand over to Adam for his run through of how he learned to run on crutches, his soon to be official world record, and why he believes that even life-changing moments like cancer shouldn't define you. Hi, I'm Adam, and I'll never forget when I ran the London Marathon this year on crutches as part of my 10 for 10 challenge. Back in 2011, I was diagnosed with a form of bone cancer called osteosarcoma just below my left knee. This came as a shock as I moved away to university in Leeds, was very sporty and active during my time there, and had very few symptoms suggesting that anything was wrong. My treatment started in January 2012 and consisted of six rounds of chemotherapy of the highest dose and also limb salvage surgery after round three of chemotherapy. The surgery consisted of them removing the affected part of bone and replacing it with a metal prosthesis. As the tumour was so close to my knee, I would also have to have a full knee joint replacement also. So early this year, I celebrated being 10 years cancer-free and I wanted to celebrate in style. A marathon was something I always wanted to do. However, after my life-altering operation, I am unable to run anymore or I wouldn't be able to walk that distance unassisted either. So I found myself reflecting on the process that I went through in 2012 where I had my surgery and I had to relearn to walk again. And this gave me the idea of using crutches to help me complete the marathon. They helped me get up out of bed and help me through rehabilitation. So the crutches would also be able to help me to complete the distance of a marathon. 
If I was to run a marathon, I also wanted to make sure I fundraised in the process. So I decided to set the ambitious target of raising £10,000 for the Bone Cancer Research Trust, a small but mighty charity whose mission is to save lives and improve outcomes for people who are affected by bone cancer. So this was how my 10 for 10 challenge was born. So training for the marathon began in early January 2023. And with like any marathon training plan, it started with me doing small distances and building up to the longer distances, with my longest run being 20 miles about three weeks before the actual marathon itself. So there were some hurdles to overcome, I had some really painful blisters to start with, and finding the most comfortable technique to use crutches. So I'm fortunate enough not to have to use crutches on a day-to-day basis, so learning to use crutches again was another steep learning curve. So with a bit of trial and error, I found ways to make it work and overcome these hurdles. What I discovered very early on with this training was that there was no textbook for completing a marathon on crutches. So a lot of my training relied on trying new things and also listening to my body, making sure that I didn't put too much strain on my body and if it needed the rest, actually giving it the rest it needed. So training was going really well up until about three weeks before the marathon, where actually I caught COVID for the first time. And this really wiped me out. And at one point when I was lying in bed with no energy and and, and really struggling, there was a lot of doubt in my mind whether I would actually be able to complete the marathon because it really did wipe me out. It put a lot of stress on my body. But luckily for me, I caught it just in time to allow my body to recover for a few weeks before the marathon and also for me to get a few last bits of training in just to make sure COVID hadn't impacted my lungs too much and and luckily it it hadn't. So before the race, I felt very excited but also very nervous building up to it as well. What I couldn't envisage with the London Marathon would, I knew it would be both physically and mentally tough But what I couldn't envisage was what it would feel like to be going round the streets of London, going past all those iconic landmarks that we have. And actually the sheer nature of the crowd, like being cheered on by thousands of people, that was all things which I was a bit apprehensive about, to be honest. So on the morning itself, it was a bit of a dash to the start line, a bit of a whirlwind. and, And before I knew it, I was in my wave and ready to start. For the first 10 miles, I was able to really enjoy myself and managed to soak up the amazing atmosphere and to take it all in. I even spoke to a few runners, which was really, really inspiring. And I think for me, very humbling as well, as it reminded me that everyone had their own story to tell who was completing the marathon. So the next few miles up to halfway point were also not too bad. And this is when I experienced my favourite moment of the marathon. It was when I crossed over the iconic London Bridge and saw some Team 10 for 10 members cheering me on. And and that will be a memory that sticks with me forever and definitely a highlight of, of the race itself. It was then between miles 16 and 24 when things really started to, to get tough. It was almost like hunger, thirst, blisters developing on my feet, stitch, pain in my wrists and hands from gripping the crutches all seemed to kick in at once. Even the noise from the crowd became a bit too overwhelming at times. So I decided to put my headphones in, 
get some upbeat music on and dig deep. And then I seemed to enter a bit of a flow state, really, where my one and only focus was to grip my teeth and to get across that finishing line. I even managed to blank my in-laws, who had made the effort to come and cheer me on at this point because they knew it would be tough. And I was that focused that I, I completely missed them. When times get hard, I often find myself reflecting on what I went through during my cancer diagnosis and the treatment that I had to have to get better, which really helped me put things into perspective. And my thought is if I can get through a year full of poison being pumped through my body and an invasive six hour operation to save my leg, then I can pretty much tolerate anything and conquer it too. So that was the thought that really powered me on during these six miles. And then the tough time seemed to, seemed to fade and I arrived at mile 24 and this is when the adrenaline completely took over. So the sun came out, my sunglasses went on and all the pain and tiredness I was feeling seemed to dissipate. I remember hearing the crowd shout my name and seeing groups of Team 10 for 10 supporters all dressed in orange dotted throughout Westminster and St James's Park. It was such an incredible couple of miles. And then crossing that finishing line was honestly one of the best feelings I have ever experienced. So there's actually some video footage of the moment that shows me crossing that finishing line. And I shout, come on, as I cross that finishing line. And I think this was fueled by a mixture of relief, elation and a massive FU to cancer. It wasn't something... I had planned to do when I crossed that finishing line. It was a very much a natural reaction. After finishing, as you can imagine, doing 26.2 miles on crutches, I was completely spent. I'm rather emotional, actually, picking up my medal and T-shirt as I hobble my way back to find my wife, Charlotte, and the rest of Team 10 for 10 who were there waiting for me. I just couldn't believe that I'd done it. And not only had I completed the London Marathon, something that I'd always wanted to do, I'd completed it under six hours, which was always my goal. And I'd actually set a, a world record in the process. So I completed it in five hours, 42 minutes and 55 seconds. So this record is something that I did find out about late on during my training. So it's not something I applied to try and break. So it's very much an unofficial record at the minute, but I am in the process of trying to get it verified with Guinness to make it an official world record. And not only had I completed the race, I'd set an unofficial world record. I'd also raised £14,000 for the Bone Cancer Research Trust in the process, which had absolutely smashed my target of £10,000, which was incredible because it was a bit of a brave move to decide that I would go for £10,000 when the idea came. And actually, at one point, it looked very difficult to try and achieve and something I didn't think was possible. So actually finishing on a total of just over £14,000 was amazing. And to know it would go to such a good cause at the Bone Cancer Research Trust was a phenomenal feeling. So I might not be doing another marathon anytime soon, but I'm keen to make sure that I carry on giving myself a sense of purpose, giving myself goals to try and achieve because I've really seen the benefit in having them in my life. Secondly, it's reminded me how important having a good team behind you is. So Team 10 for 10, I'm calling my supporters for this challenge, have been simply incredible. They have been with me through thick and thin during this challenge. So from joining me on training runs to organising 
fabulous fundraising events to help me reach my fundraising total, to supporting me with social media, giving me ongoing physio care. Honestly, like the list goes on with how much they've supported me. Finally, it's taught me to believe that anything is possible. So if there is anyone listening who have been through tough times or have experienced life-altering conditions and or impairments, please realise that these moments don't define you and they should never hold you back from trying to achieve something that you've always wanted to do. I'm Adam and that was my most memorable run. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.